0: Collector's Club with Bryce and Michael. I know a ghost
2: story or two. Let's do this. Everybody. Get right in. We went from a, a, a dog rescue story straight into our theme music. <laughs> That's how we roll. Uh, Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Bigfoot Collector's Club. Hi, Nova. (laughs) I have uh, Nova next to me, and he does not like it when I take my hand off of his furry muzzle. Uh, This is a show where we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. I'm your host, Michael McMillan. With me always is your other host. Bryce Johnson. And your trusty producer. Riley Bray. Hi, guys. What's up, dude? What's happening, everybody? Um. Okay, Nova. <laughs> I'm trying to,
0: he's going to get to my
2: computer. computer and he's flipping my hand away. <laughs> Nova come here. Take care. Nova, I love you. Now it sounds like I hate the dog and I don't. He's my Why soul do you hate mate. that dog, dude? I, we send him over to our guest. Uh, she is a public radio producer and writer. She was a creator and host of the podcast Mystery Hour. Has appeared in multiple episodes of This American Life, including the amazing episode where she talked to Phil Collins about breakups, which is maybe one of my favorite radio things of all time. Oh my
0: god, I love that episode!
2: Uh, and uh, she's currently a writer on my favorite television series, Search Party, for TBS. Everyone, please welcome Starly Kind to the Yay! show. Hi, Yay. Starly.
1: You got the name of my podcast wrong.
2: I did. Uh-huh. Mister. Oh, Mystery Show shit i said mystery hour that's out of bad habits um that's another great. show well, you we're love off to, to a great start. you love
1: to say the word hour in i like to show. say no, you, have my, you have a habit yeah. of saying the word. i hour have a friend who has
2: a show called mystery hour and really? i typed it out of habit i know it's mystery show and i did not realize it until i did it i apologize it's mystery show which was also a great one where did you find out what jake gyllenhaal's height was mm-hmm. on that yeah. show and you ended up talking to him
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> amazing <laughs> What was the myth? Mis- people just didn't know how tall he was? People were all convinced they knew how tall he was. Okay. It and wasn't that they didn't, They it wasn't just like, it was that people online and in the world um, both wondered how tall he was and then answered it <laughs> themselves <laughs> by their own convictions that they were 100% right about his height. And what did his
3: height Wait, I want to guess it first. I'm okay. um, uh, I, I feel like, 5'7"?
1: Yeah. Um, No. That's not, not not even close. Wow.
2: Yeah.
1: 6-1? But If this I tell you then the stuff. mystery... You got go. to go. Like, I'm ruining the you gotta solution go. to the oh, mystery. Right, right. Go
2: find Mystery Show and uh, listen to all, all of the episodes. It's great. Is it coming back ever? I
1: don't, I don't know.
2: You want to make more, don't you? You can come in and record them here if you want.
1: I do like recording. <laughs> that would actually be... A, that's like the best... Um, incentive I've been offered so far (laughs) in, in all this time. All like right. A place in place in the hills that I could bring my dog. Yes, absolutely. That's like amazing.
2: We'll we'll discuss this off mic, but you Riley, should definitely come you can record <laughs> yeah. anytime you want.
1: Yeah.
0: Riley, well, I could use the work cuz my car <laughs> got broken <laughs> into last oh. night. Yeah. Oh god,
2: that's the worst. I'm so sorry. You have
1: so to make money to buy a new microphone. Exactly. In order to then, so
0: that I can make yeah. money. That we have that Riley to
1: making the tail.
2: <laughs> exactly. We need to check and see what's going on in your uh chart.
3: Oh movie. yeah, cuz you,
1: you I don't even believe in that stuff, and you do need that to happen <laughs> <laughs> because
3: your Mercury is way out of line, super retrograde. Brother. Well, yeah. Mer-
2: Mercury was in retrograde oh. up until like a few days ago, uh, oh. as we record this. Uh, by the time you hear this, don't people will be like, "What are you talking about?" Um, but uh, yeah, and I have a friend who's into it, and she was like. Make sure that, you know, uh, your phone's up to date. Don't try to do anything <laughs> crazy with tech. And make sure all of your emails are very clear and precise because it's a time when communication and technology all gets fucked up. Then she Don't cuts leave... out. Don't... Hmm?
1: Nothing. Don't yeah, Exactly. Don't leave your mic. It's time to not leave your microphones in, in your car.
2: I right. Know. Yeah. Well.
1: It's such a weird way that technology was... Fucked with though. Well, but I think it doesn't count. They weren't plugged in.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, man. Mercury, when he's in retrograde, really fucks with your cars. Well, a car's a techno- technological... Yeah. Yeah. Then
0: I also poured half a cup of coffee into my yeah. sound yeah. machine as I was setting up. So. I think these are just all linked to poor choices. But I like yeah. that it's yeah. all
1: like human behavior. Yeah. It's, it's somehow making the technological objects malfunction. Yes. It's not like they're yes, exactly. ever plugged in or running or anything. Well,
0: it's <laughs> classic operator error. Yeah,
2: yeah. no one's safe. Um, so you say you don't believe in... Uh, Astrology, Starly. Do you? It's mean,
1: such a divisive <laughs> thing for me to say, <laughs> considering like my social circle. Um,
2: oh, uh, really? Do you run around with a bunch of uh, astrology heads?
1: I mean, I'm in L. A. Yeah, it's become. It's now It's it, the shift has happened. It's no longer like. It's no longer like the other group of people in L. A. That are astrology heads. It's definitely. It's definitely more, so than not. Right, right, and I'm making a comeback. Mm. And I'm, I'm practically, I'm being like Trump right now to even say I don't believe in astrology. (laughs) It's not good. Like it's, um, but uh, I don't. I mean, I. But I also don't have an. I don't. I don't have. I feel like I'm at the point where I have so few answers of anything, or I'm so sure. I'm reevaluating so many things that I think that I could be. I'm not. That I'm not open. Right. I do feel like when there's a psychic that. I've that that my friends go to and I've gone to her. And I just think she also doesn't like like what I'm putting out that
3: much. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna stop our little uh, our meeting here. She
1: just doesn't give me the full they cu- we all went together and like they both came out of the room separately, being like, that was they just, blown away. They were so blown away, but she also I feel like filled them up so much with like <laughs> their course in life and also made them feel so good and I feel like psychics and I kind of like they (laughs) they're just like they I'm not trying to be skeptical yeah I was gonna say when you walk
2: through the door with your arms crossed and your eyes narrow I'm not being (laughs) like
1: that I just am like I want to believe I just
2: picture you sitting not making eye contact with her the entire time totally just looking (laughs) (laughs) slightly away no no I'm
1: not I'm not I'm being I'm being eye contact hoping and then I just feel like they, I also, I feel like they don't like me that much. I feel like it's personally, I feel like my feelings get a little <laughs> hurt. And so not because I'm being skeptical and not because I'm being negative or critical. Right. But I worry that they see something in me that is... Just them, the way they act to me and don't make it seem like I'm gonna like take over the world makes it feel like they're they're seeing something that is makes me feel bad dooming. or they just don't like me personally Aww. enough and then I, I just leave not feeling very good.
2: Yeah, I've I, I think you can go either way with psychics. You have to kind of like I don't know. I think you have to go into the healthy, healthy dose of like I'm just doing this for entertainment and if anything fun comes out of it, great. But I've definitely gone to see psychics psychics and had my friends who went with me walk out of there and be like, that was a waste of money. That was total bullshit
1: and this psychic after we went to her she then followed my two friends on instagram and not me so i also feel like <laughs> turns out you were like i was i feel it like I wasn't. This,
2: this psychic is a senior in high school <laughs> <A little. laughs>
1: that'd be a great psychic right. you'd say no to right. going to a senior in high school psychic
2: <laughs> i think we just invented this, the TV psychic yeah. that'd be awesome so, what is your uh, personal paranormal history? Do you, you're obviously into mysteries? Mm. Can we talk about it? where where does that come from? Because uh, you have the mystery show. Yeah. You had uh, and and search party is a big mystery. Yeah. Um, where does that love of mystery come from, and how does that apply to your life?
1: Um, I think I like it when I. Well, I think I do like it when I can believe that the world is bigger than it feels. Yes when you like on a daily basis and so mystery does that because then you're like oh there's always something to solve and there's a quest and you get to be on that and it just makes everything heightened because everything every little thing can be, be a clue or a witness or a you know like a accomplice or someone who's going to help you and that's fun because then you feel like oh life is this bigger thing and I feel like that's also why people believe in paranormal stuff
2: oh yeah i I mean that's a huge part of like why we're interested in this stuff for sure especially the bigger like the idea that there's more out there than we know and it is sort of a quest to find it and and you're also going to sift through a lot of false witnesses and false testimony and bullshit and red herrings i mean there's a lot of stuff that ties into that
1: I do think there's more variety though with mysteries than paranormal. Oh, how so? What do you mean? Well, because the thing about paranormal stuff is it keeps coming back to the same stories and the same kind of jo- it, 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 the, the 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 accounts don't vary that much. And so that's when I'm like, come on.
4: Mm, spice it up a little. Spice bit. it up.
1: Same thing with alien stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like it's alien stuff feels so I mean, I guess paranormal, I mean, cuz paranormal's also ghosts and stuff like that, yes, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So We do
2: aliens A bit of paranormal, cryptids, uh, cryptids, all that kind of stuff. But
1: Aliens is always just like seeing a shape in the sky.
2: Mm, Not always. Well, well, you
1: guys, okay, I defer. I defer. (laughs) But a lot of like the casual accounts, and so then it starts to be like, oh, you just, I just want it to be added to, and then it feels like the limits of imagination are only about like what has already, it's like the Foucault thing about God, right? Isn't there that thing? Like we can, we conceive of got there's something like it's like we, we have to have the definition right. in order to be able to like picture it and then we don't can't go beyond it yeah. right. kind of right
0: you can only conceive within the limits of your own imagination yeah, yeah.
1: and so those so yeah. so you guys have heard a lot more stories than i have um you can and so i so i would love to hear that if there's other if there's if it gets broader than what i've heard but i tend to get a little board because right. the stories become so similar unlike mysteries which are a huge variety
3: You would like our love and saucers episode of uh david
2: huggins that She's was AI. well yeah i think that's that's unfortunately like just a lot of childhood trauma come back in a very artistic way but um <laughs> i vague. don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is that's fascinating. Yeah. um
1: it, yeah but it's actually why like conspiracy theories are really creative and yes so, so if you combine those with Which
2: they often do, and we don't venture too far down those rabbit holes because they tend to become... They also tend to lead Scared. to a uh, lot of the yeah. same place, which is mm, pretty much xenophobia and racism. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, at the end of the day. But they're but, creative about it. But they are very that's creative what's so about it. terrifying. Helps, right? yeah. You're
1: like, how did you get there? How yeah. did you make that leap? Yeah, I know. That's crazy. And yeah. you have un- endless energy, endless energy to prove this horrible thing. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. it's the opposite of like what I feel like why people believe in, want to believe in ghosts and or believe in ghosts and. UFOs and mysteries because it's all all we're trying to do is make the world seem bigger more full of wonder right they're trying to like pff, make the world seem darker and more horrible yes
2: mm-hmm. yes yes and there's there's a fascination of like a lot of conspiracy theory I feel like comes from the idea of like it can't just be chaos it can't just be that there's no governing order in this world um and it also it almost stems from the same place it's almost a dark mirror version of like, um and oftentimes is very tied into religious beliefs as well but it's it's the idea of I think a lot of conspiracy comes down to mythology comes down to the idea that like basically Satan is running the show, basically like satanic powers are in charge and are trying to take over the world and make everyone slaves to some dark dark force instead of being like or or everything's a lie things happen they're false flags or this or that Um, and and you know there are aliens but. The thing that's the, the the real conspiracy is that the government's going to fake an alien invasion to make us all bow to the new order. It's like all that kind of.
3: I don't think you could pile it all in one category and say all conspiracy theories no, no, leads no. to Satan. I mean, you know, there's definitely some conspiracy theories that are uh, relevant and valid. Like, I mean, just to give you an example, well, there like, are
2: real conspiracies out yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely,
3: sure. absolutely. So it's it's separating the which ones are lead to crazy zone and which ones have some. Validity of, uh, you know. Well, I'm talking,
2: I think I'm talking more about the crazy zone one. Just the idea (laughs) of, to me, it's the idea of like the fear that. The, the fear of chaos, the fear that like it can't all just be that we are spinning around on a planet that is really governed by nothing but human behavior, yeah. and that something has to be in charge, something has to be responsible for everything that's happening, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing.
3: You know, the CIA coined the term conspiracy theory after the uh, J. I. K., JFK assassination. The jfk That's a <laughs> whole research. Yeah. Don't even get me yeah. into <laughs> Jik, his twin brother, because that'll fuck you up. Uh, yeah. After after the uh the what was the commission they did after that? as if we so need to like believe I think it was there's
1: the – are all that's twin it. Kennedys are all twin brothers. <laughs> right. like, they all identical yeah. so right. you're like it's like right. to be like there's one more? So you've heard of
3: it.
4: So you <laughs> know <Yeah>. there's multiple <laughs> Kennedys, right? She knows yeah, the what the Warren Commission, about. right? Yeah, after the, the Warren commission.
3: commission, that's yeah. right. And they did it to uh
2: dissuade people into thinking
3: that something uh might have been uh, colluded or something
2: like that, but I had the best. I think I've talked a little bit about this on the show. But I think Starley might like this that I had in my uh, seventh grade uh, social studies teacher was a huge JFK conspiracy theorist. That's awesome. And so for the entire month of November. When I was in seventh grade, we studied nothing but the JFK assassination and his conspiracy theories. Oh, I love that. And so I fun. I got super into it. I was like, would stay awake at night. This is why I was scared of Lee Harvey Oswald's ghost visiting me, because I was <laughs> terrified of Lee Harvey Oswald. But he totally believed he was like a patsy, that he was like part of this whole like Russian and mob and CIA conspiracy. Um and for extra credit, we it, he made us go see uh, JFK, the, the, the Oliver, Oliver Stone S- one. I love that. Yeah, it was great. I was really, really into it. And one day we will, I think on the show, cover the JFK stuff just because it is so fun. And yeah. We should at least cover the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <is so> <laughs> Movie's so fun. Maybe we'll do it for it a uh, Fun, big movie. fun yeah. movie club on, over on the Patreon. That would be a fun, Shh. fun movie. It's eh, a little off topic, I think. I don't know. It's conspiracy
1: based. <laughs> mm, there's probably one. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's some aliens conspiracy. There
2: oh, there are. Ha- yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh, there's plenty of aliens. Greer, isn't it? Stephen Greer thinks that Kennedy was killed because he knew about the secret UFO program. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So you can tie her right back. <laughs> in Done. Done. Absolutely. Um. I, I do think it's interesting, too. One thing you said about th- these stories are all the same is true. But I think for us, where we we're sitting, that gets us excited because then it sounds like corroborating <laughs> stories that there's consistency. Yeah, there's in a some parallel thread,
3: which makes it, uh,
2: you know, interesting to say the least. I mean, don't you need a couple witnesses to help you solve a case that kind of their stories line up?
1: But it's not like together the stories make a bigger picture. That is what I get. The way a mystery is solved is like you get pieces and pieces and then you see it's clear. The clarity comes or else you don't solve it. Right. But there's no you can't have like it's not like a thousand sightings of something in the sky To get starts to, I've worked on cases like that. I actually, it was really frustrating because I would keep getting the same piece of information, Mm. and you really feel this stalled, Mm. like feeling of just being like, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not getting closer. My, I'm feeling Mm understimulated. Like it's, and then, and that's you realize that's when people start like shelving. Like that's how a cold case happened because it just doesn't it's there's no advancement
2: right and well, that's
1: what I that's, it's really that's, hard to
2: move the needle on a lot of these stories it and you're, really really and is. it's
1: hard to not question why how can the the noodle how 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 is the needle not moved a little bit in this amount of time right.
3: I think for me <clears throat> to to.
2: Also, to... I guess people should just stop listening to this podcast.
3: Well, no,
1: I, for me, the <laughs> U- also, I don't want to be the
0: naysayer. No, 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 well, no. Say nay
3: f- for UFOs and aliens. For me, it, it's constantly uh, befuddling and and mystifying to me in the aspect of like what you see in the air, what they call like UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena is is they're starting to believe like on the uh, that it's sort of related to consciousness. But then you have these crashed nuts and bolts. Um, vehicles that are supposedly landing with alien bodies and then you have supposed the, the alien abduction phenomena which is like you know um, these people actually experiencing something but are they are they leaving their bedroom or and then you have cases where you know you have other witnesses watching have seen a person being abducted through this beam of light into a spaceship and then you have like people you know being implanted with tech technology like these microchips that they believe they're being monitored and you know with contact they're experiences. actually implanted like they yeah. th-
1: they, sh- they no
3: physical physical uh things left in people 's bodies. Um, you know, that have been scientifically analyzed and, and only to find out that they have isotopic properties, not of this solar system. And then you have the crop circle phenomenon, which is related to UFOs and orbs. I mean, so- <laughs> But, so, but so wait, there's yeah. more. wait, there's more, you know? And then, so for me, <laughs> it, 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 it it never seems to like be put into a corner. And, and and so I'm constantly like being like trying to connect the thread of like, how all this is related, what what is the fuck is going on and uh so it's it's constantly left me um interested.
1: I I used to be really into the original the people who originally saw like who like like the original alien abduction couple. Uh, Betty and Barney uh, Hill. Betty and
3: Barney Hill. I was like yeah. so
1: but I because it's, it's so fascinating. Yeah. Um We
2: haven't done that yet on the podcast.
3: It's worth it's a covering. A it's We're
1: an yeah.
2: incredible story. It's a monumental story. Well cuz
1: it's about cuz that's what it's like about because it, it, for me, they're the ones who I'm like, you didn't know this was a concept that existed. Yes, right. And you both experienced this. And then they also were treated... It seems like there's racism, Oh, yeah, because right?
2: they were an interracial couple. Yeah, yeah. She was a white woman married yeah. to a black man, and that was very loaded. And, yes. and we're talking in 1964 or 5, yeah. around then. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the questions they asked them and like the mind games they played with them. And they didn't have any... It's not like every... I mean, if someone says they're abducted by alien now, there's definitely like it's like yeah. there's definitely reasons why you would question them because of like what would about why, what they're getting out of it. Well, and, but not but that was different for them. And totally, not only that,
3: is they were out in the field. They yeah. were on in their car on a road on a desolate yeah. road where most abduction phenomena now takes place in the person's bedroom. You know, so in the Travis Walton case is another example of like somewhere out in the field or out somewhere on an extraneous location. And, uh, I think and they so were driving, right? They yeah, were they driving, were, absolutely. They were, they they were in, in their car. New York. Yeah. And these are the fascinating ones to me is that you know they see this they see this spacecraft that sort of like is following them and then cuts them off on the road. Where they get out of their car and then a beam of light comes down and then that's all they can remember until and there. And their
1: stories are really consistent with each other. Uh, super right? consistent. They he... were both
3: regress like in an interrogation. They were separated into rooms individually regress where they were able to recount um, the look of the aliens. Um, not only that, the star charts that they were shown.
2: Well, this is this is the fascinating part. This is a story part of the story that I love. That Betty asked the beings um where they were from mm-hmm. and they showed her a star chart that in her hypnosis regression she drew right and at the time they're like this does this isn't a constellation or a star chart. we don't mm-hmm. recognize this at all and it turned out to be a like star from the zeta, zeta reticula that's system right. that they discovered like 10 years later yeah so she she drew this star map that that scientists hadn't found yet through telescopes yeah. i think they're the only case. ones i believe yeah yeah. But then I and think and he stops. was he was also it was, it's interesting too because it's also a case where like here's a married couple that handled it very differently. He was terrified by the experience. Yeah. He hated talking about it. And he was – he, like, didn't want to talk to the beings, and Betty seemed to embrace it a little bit more. She was a little bit more brave about the whole thing right. and more open to talking about it afterwards. He rarely spoke about it. He was – it terrified him. So I find that fascinating, too, that here you have this married couple that have the same experience, and they react very differently emotionally to it. So so even their emotions don't – Like he wouldn't they're, talk they're, to people
1: about it? He did not want was to talk he, to anybody about who it. Who was – Was he black?
2: He was. But also, like, there's, like,
1: that's what I mean. There's also societal stuff where you're, like... Oh, for sure. He had much more at stake to seeming unstable, crazy, lying. Yes. That's right. So, like, that, all that plays into it and the way they were treated is so interesting to me.
2: And allegedly, he was also (coughs) terrified by the experience, where she she was more like, holy shit, this blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't necessarily comfortable with it, but it was, like, it it fascinated her... More mm. than it terrified her. Yeah, it's wild. Oh, I love that story. We we, we got to do it. that's like a I want to make a, movie a big of one. Them. They made a movie, They made a made for TV movie with James Earl Jones playing uh, Barney, and I can't remember who played credit? Betty in it. Bring some know. credit. Yeah, yeah. it did, it, needs to be, good, it needs yeah.
1: to be. Redone. I want to make a good movie though.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> so what? No shade to James Earl Jones. but no, no, he's no. just but, taking a job.
2: Right. So, so you were fascinated with this story. Growing up, were you like into? Not growing
1: up, but like as an adult, I was fascinated by this story. Uh, As when I was a yeah, when I was when I was little, I was so obsessed with aliens, so so obsessed et was my favorite movie i oh, saw yeah. it 20 yeah. times in the movie me theater too, it
2: scared
3: me i cried when i left that 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 movie i remember like my dad picking me up and i was just sobbing i must have really connected with the relationship they formed with that little yeah. et
1: oh yeah i mean i was upset i literally saw it 20 times yeah. like i went every, all summer long i dressed like elliot for the entire summer Aww. i wouldn't like oh, my God, I love that. and i didn't Estelle, know what, Estelle, i didn't Estelle
2: parsons played betty still parsons? parsons uh Looking her up. Not James TV. Earl Jones, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's happening with my little now my tech is all messing up. Anyway, but you responded on. to E. T. know,
1: anyway, yeah, I didn't I wore I dressed like Elliot all summer. I didn't know what long underwear was because I grew up in LA or right. suburb of LA. <laughs> right. Whittier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but I so I would just like wore like kind of like white clothes underneath a red sweatshirt because because he wears thermals in there yes, i literally yeah. didn't know what those were those little henley's and, yeah but yeah. i didn't yeah and then um i might have even worn like part of my like karate uniform underneath the sweatshirt like to try to like figure out what he was wearing <laughs> oh my and God. i wouldn't take it off like i wore it i was i remember it was so hot it was in la all summer and i just would wear this red this outfit the whole time wow and would oh, God, so reenact funny. all the scenes i would leave uh I didn't like Reese's Pieces. Well, now I do. I didn't understand that peanut butter was delicious. And what was your problem? My mom didn't t- push us to try new foods. <laughs> my God. So I literally oh, think I didn't have peanut butter. What did you have Peanut butter and so chocolate. chocolate. They're like so did, best friends. What, did, what was did, your staple sandwich?
2: Just jelly sandwiches? Yeah.
1: I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs>
2: jelly sandwiches. I, and
1: it was, yeah, not good. Um, <laughs> and so I would leave M&Ms, but I would put them in of like Reese's Pieces Bag and I would just like leave them all around my house. I had had a bag of ET toys. I took with me everywhere. They got stolen. So I really relate to your your equipment being Uh, stolen. I left it at this like pool, and I left and it got taken. Oh no! So I feel your pain. Well, you were
2: actually uh, you were uh, sort of uh, prescient, not prescient. What's the word? Presciable? No. uh, Originally, they were going to have. They wanted M and M's. M and M's were in the script, Mm. and uh, Mars Company said no. Why? Because they didn't want to. They didn't. didn't allow the product placement. Could the aliens? I I don't know. Conspiracy. Uh. So uh, for whatever reason, they passed it up. Totally. And then it became Reese's Pieces, and then Reese's Pieces got a huge sales bump. Because of ET,
1: <laughs> isn't it weird? It didn't work on me. I means I'm like strong because <laughs> yeah. I love that movie so much. And you knew the original I was intention. So, of I the, was so <laughs> of the I was So I was so like addicted to the sound of the crunching of the Reese's pieces oh, in the movie. Yeah. But it still didn't work on me. That means I have some sort of like I'm immune A to like product placement and subliminal advertising or something because I just I did not ever try them even though I liked everything about what I was seeing did you that's just, incredible did it, did I just it, discovered something about myself right the, now I, I love it did, um, the,
2: did the movie scare you
1: no I, I I wanted it to be real in a way that I cannot tell you like I it, I made it my real life like I lived that summer I lived that life like I
2: who was your ET substitute
1: it's weird because we had a dog and stuff, but it wasn't. I think my sister. <laughs> my little sister.
2: <laughs> You're like now. I'm gonna sit weird. in the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pile stuffed animals all around yes. you. She
1: was at that age where you that could be done with yeah. her. She wasn't tiny. She was like five. And yeah. so you, yeah, 100%. What? And I, yeah, and I would boss her around. And the other movie, the other movie was Explorers.
2: Oh, that was oh, great. Yeah. And
1: that one, I, it's weird because I feel like Explorers has been like lost to history.
2: Yeah. Do you know they're remaking it for Netflix oh. as a really? Netflix series? I don't, well, yeah. It, the
1: Stranger I th- Things guys are doing this. I doing they like don't need I to think make so. Ugh. <sighs> I, would, think so. I, it's I, I don't like that. I don't like oh anything that you're saying. I don't like <laughs> yeah. it. I know. I, I love that. It wasn't my <clears throat> idea. I don't you like it. Her very much. You should stop that. Yeah. <laughs> like you shouldn't have approved. You shouldn't on have signed side off. Side on,
2: on the drive over, <laughs> uh, I picked up Bryce because of his foot. We were driving down Hollywood. <laughs> And we're talking, we suddenly look over and there was a man dressed in neon green walking on stilts, just like down <laughs> Franklin him, Avenue. And yeah. and I go, what the... And Bryce just goes, don't look at that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: don't look at it. Don't Burn look. your eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. I didn't, don't, I'm not gonna, I can't hear that. What okay. about... Uh, what, I, I, yeah, I oh. was very into it. What
2: about Fly to the Navigator? because we very watched, into- We watched that all as a group recently. When I
1: was... Well, explorers, I remember, oh, it's so weird, dude, because de- it was always like, I just wanted to be them so, all so totally. much. Fly the Navigator, I remember, maybe it was like, this was the formation of my, my critical thinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember being upset, disappointed by the end of Fly of the Navigator. When you see, don't you see the alien? And it's like all wacky or something. Oh, Paul
2: Rubin's
3: doing he the becomes, voice, right? He's, yeah. the, the,
1: the, the I, the alien I wasn't be- advanced enough to appreciate Paul Rubin. Yeah. Starfly! Although I love... The, the alien <laughs> becomes
2: because wacky because he does like a body scan yeah. on the kid... And he does, like, a scan of, like, all the, like, media happening. And he becomes, like, he sort of becomes a synthesis of, like, uh, late mid mid to late 80s uh, memes.
1: That's when it became a movie for adults. Like, I (laughs) feel like, I think as a kid I recognized that something was happening that was no longer catering to me. Because when I, because I fly the Navigator, I was so, so, so into, too. And I think they even had a, I think there used to be like a ride at Universal Studios or something that you could be in his, Oh, really? something like that, or maybe somewhere. Well, it was in.
2: It was a Disney movie, so maybe they had it at Disney or I something. I guess it must
1: have been Disney. Oh, yeah. But I wasn't allowed to go to Disneyland when I was little.
2: You weren't allowed to go to Disneyland because my my m- they serve peanut
1: butter? The right. Same <laughs> overprotective mother thought we were going to get hurt
2: oh, at no. Disneyland.
1: There's a whole This American Life story I did about wow. it. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Um Yeah i uh, will have to go look for that. Yeah. Now when people listen, they're like, that might have been mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I
2: was on board with that when I heard you were being served jelly sandwiches. No yeah. offense to your mother. Yeah,
1: no, she offend away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I heard she's behind the remake of the of the yeah. explorers for Netflix.
1: It's true, but it would just be like the kids can't do anything. <laughs> like they just like stay home and or are imagine- scared of scared of everything. <laughs> I think, but, th- so, but be- honestly, because my mom was so protective, I think it's why these movies appealed to me because I've, she really was just, she just was so afraid of everything. And I have very, I was really into movies of escapism when I was little. And like when I saw Explorers, I used to, cause don't they sneak out of their house and sit on the yeah. roof? And so I used to, we had like this like split level kind of house and I used to climb out my window and sit. On oh, that, and look yeah. at the sky. Oh, I love that. And like, I really think I was, tr- I was, it was because I was reacting to her shelteredness, right? And I'm not kidding; like, it's very in there, and it's all also- the
2: archetypes are there for you for yeah. this stuff to just like play right into.
1: Yeah, well, also these movies are all about suburbia. Yeah, like they're mm-hmm. all suburban kids, mm-hmm. and I was a suburban kid, and so that's what I think. Like, we were trying to get away. the The bigger world we were trying to find was like. Silver Lake I don't yeah. know
3: <laughs> Totally
1: I, If only I knew It was right there The yeah, whole time yeah, yeah.
3: You've made it Yeah oh my And then gosh. the other
1: thing My family and I Did so few activities Like my mom Like my parents Like weren't very Happily married And so like they didn't We just didn't do anything They just didn't know How to be a family mm-hmm. And so we We literally never even Sat down for dinner together Oh wow We didn't have any Family dinners Um It wasn't like a fighting family. It was just like a silent, not liking each other, like them not liking each other. So then just we didn't have these family activities. And the one thing we would do together was we would sit outside and I arranged this and look at the stars like every night. Wow. We would like sit on chairs in the backyard and look at the stars and like for like alien stuff.
4: Wow. Because
1: it was such a time. Movies were so much about that. And that was like our bonding. Yeah. And then my dad would like show me and I would like I couldn't believe that the moon didn't move and, you know, stuff like that. Little kid stuff. But it was like really like a profound part of my childhood. Wow.
2: Amazing. Yeah. It was, I mean, I think most of us here have something similar that they relate to. Oh, God. Yeah. But so, do kids
1: now, because, like, are they as interested in? space and aliens i don't know i think, I think so for
2: sure well, yeah you can speak to it as a father <clears throat> yeah i'm oh, a, well i have two kids and although I'm a, he's raising these children it so. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> might enough. have the opposite effect yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i know i can only imagine the damage i've inflicting because right now even my daughter's like you're gonna go talk about bigfoot again and i'm like yeah uh but no i take my kids out in at oh. the nighttime and you know on the iPhone, they have some of those really cool apps that you can like just point your phone and it'll tell you what that star is and everything about it and they they enjoy that and they I especially like taking them out to like show them like Mars and Venus when it's out there yeah and, and look for uh, anomalous properties in the in the sky or but, some stuff like that
1: It's interesting to think like I do think those movies were so much about trying to get away from your life, and I don't know if kids. Because that's what it was. Like, even when I was sitting with my parents, I was like, but there's something up there that can take me away from this.
3: Totally. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Like, there's that's what we're all staring at. They don't realize what we're staring at, but I'm staring at, like, the escape hatch from this. It wasn't, like, a traumatizing childhood or anything, but that was an element of this informed by these films. And I don't think kids' movies are not, they're not, no. I mean, they're not all made by Steven Spielberg, no. who's a product of divorce, who literally, yeah. like, he's like the one who made our childhood what they yeah. were because...
2: Yeah. yeah, I feel like a lot of kids' movies today are like taking place within their school and mm-hmm. they're up to some wacky adventures in their school. I, I, I Although feel like-
1: school's become a scary place well, now. Yeah, so that, sure. that's a different... Yeah. Like there's, that's, why, like, there's, that's something to escape from. Yeah, I
2: don't know. I mean, no I'm a little it. out yeah. of touch, obviously. I don't have kids. But you know, like my nephew, I remember uh, the the summer that the original Stranger Things came out. My nephew's 14 And so he was, like, 12 or 13 at the time. And I remember he was, like, you know, like, super into Stranger Things. And he was, like, man, this is my wish. I wish I just had, like, a group of neighborhood kids and we'd ride around on our bikes and go on adventures. And and I was, like, that's what my... Upbringing Torres was, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I we had the woods next to my house. There was a gang of about, you know, seven or eight kids, neighborhood kids. All we did was ride around on the bikes, play flashlight <clears> tags, <throat> go like down in the sewer, like the drain drainage pipes. I went down in
3: the for, sewer, yeah. Yeah, And look we'll for spin monsters and stuff.
2: Alligators. Alligators and and we never uh, you know, I think that to our generation is raising kids much differently. Like kids are not given that 80s like go out and play and come back
3: no i dinner. won't do that
2: i mean we could have no I, how, why would you I now? can't let
3: my kids out of my sight sa- you know i used to just go to out all day that,
2: for sa- all day saturday yeah, you couldn't my, keep
3: me in the house you yeah know, and no i'd be gone way. and but then now, uh you know I, I won't let my kids out I, I talked about this the other day it's like i don't know what it is or why it's changed or what's happened but it's like I, i'm not comfortable like letting my kids play outside without my eyes no on them. i know my, you sister, know what I mean? my sister was yeah. the it's same weird. way
2: i don't blame her you know when the kids were little she'd be like they can we go outside and play, and I would go out and just sit in the on the front porch even, and watch them. play. Even though
3: I know it comes with a backlash effect, I know it's going to be. You know, I, I I want them to have that kind of childhood that I had, where like you know, um, you couldn't fucking keep me inside. But now it's like, yeah. So I I wonder how that's going to affect them. And I and I can't explain why I've changed that way. Is it because yeah. we're just so aware of? The world is a bigger place, and we're and we're connected to all the uh, the horror stories. Well, or, there's uh,
1: also like there's a there's an erosion of community. Yeah, yeah that's, it, it, that's it, true. Which well is happening, and yeah. so that's why because you you were putting your you were sending your kids out into a community before yeah. when the mm-hmm. kids were playing. That's so
3: true. I don't talk to my neighbors like I used yeah. to when I was a kid. You know, I used to knock on doors. Can so and so come out and play? Or I'd be not even afraid to like go introduce myself to some new family. And be like, yeah. do you have any kids? Can they come out and play? It's so mm-hmm. yeah. different now.
2: I, remember I that. Did, yeah. <laughs> that was always intimidating to walk up to a strange house when a new kid had moved in and be like, hi, I'm so-and-so. I think you have a kid here. Can you <laughs> like,
0: like, remember those days?
3: Totally. <laughs> Just cold calling houses. Yeah, cold <laughs> calling houses for sure.
1: I do. I live in this little, the place I'm renting in LA is this apartment with little apartments around it. And I do feel like a strange, there, it is weirdly neighborly. There's only like, there's f- like five units. And I uh, rushed into my neighbor's, the apartment that I, my neighbor. I I came home the other day and I saw my neighbor running back and forth screaming that her house was on fire. Oh no. And she said, My cat's inside. And I ran into her apartment that I thought was on fire to save her cat. Yeah. And it turned out not to be on fire. But I still get credit for running into a burning apartment. We still have
3: those instincts to connect. You know what I mean? What was the story there? Well. (laughs) It wasn't on fire.
1: (laughs) She was studying for finals. She's in grad school, taking a lot of Adderall. Okay, got (laughs) it. Wasn't getting enough sleep. (laughs) Put his pot on the stove. Forgot she put the pot on her stove. Yes. Went to urgent care for an unrelated reason that I still don't understand. Okay. And then came back and the entire apartment was filled with smoke oh, and it was coming out. No. And so it did look like it was on fire. Okay. Oh. And then I ran into that, but I did think it was on fire.
3: Good for you. And then yeah. it was
1: so filled with smoke. And then she proceeded to have a uh, epic panic attack and never go into the apartment. And then I proceeded to look for the cat. And then other neighbors came too um in a very smoke filled apartment um and we had like run out and like cough and oh, then come no. back in and then the fireman came, cleared out the apartment of smoke and then we finally found the cat. But she never okay. went in. You get total, total. The cat was okay. My neighbor was not <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she never went in and sat on the driveway. It was like a scene at a search party. Oh
4: wow. It was yeah, like yeah, when yeah. Chantal comes yes, back. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, yes. And she
1: just like wailed and screamed. Oh, but um oh, wow. but uh and like but uh and then we found the cat and then the cat punched me. No the cat latched onto my face <laughs> Barely movie, like Brothers movie style. Like, like, like that. And, then and you're like running back and forth no trying to
2: get the, tear the cat off your Honestly,
3: face? Honestly,
1: I had a black eye this whole week. No <laughs> from this cat.
2: Did you
3: ever think you'd be the type to run into a burning building?
1: Yes. Good
3: for you. You're just waiting for that moment.
1: But it's good to know that there's one thing to think it and then another thing to do it and for be sure. like, oh.
2: Two
3: totally I, different yeah, things. Yeah,
1: I, I am that person.
2: That's awesome. So have you ever had an encounter with something that you would consider paranormal? Or it just bumped you, like, hmm, maybe.
1: You know, I did a whole story about a ghost, this ghost on This American Life, Walter.
2: Oh, mm-hmm.
1: it was he haunted. There was like a ghost who haunted this um, hotel in With- Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, which mm-hmm. is a like great Fond du Lac. Fond du Lac.
3: Fond du Lac. Great. That's a great name. Um,
1: great place. And uh, and there was a hotel called. It was now a Ramada, but it was originally called Retlaw. Just so red rum. And it was Walter backwards. And he was the owner of the hotel. And everyone in the hotel blamed him for everything. (laughs)
2: Like it it was like (laughs) this entity strong.
1: But it would be like (laughs) spilling the coffee on the keyboard. It was they would be like Walter's fault. And Whoa. um and then it turned out when I called he owned several places and every place I called they were like Walter haunts here too like everyone so that was the problem was everyone was claiming that Walter was haunting right so he could only haunt one place no
2: you can haunt multiple well, places
1: he's there's a ghost named Walter haunting Fond du Lac Wisconsin yeah he's <laughs> and he's he, supposed he, to be a great guy he's probably
2: bouncing right. <laughs> bouncing around place to place Hard but I felt bad that business. he was
1: getting blamed for everything because yes. that was the thing is he seemed like a really great man. And he, he he. So the reason I found out about Walter was because I was looking at, um, I was doing a separate story, and I was looking at places in Wisconsin, in Fond du Lac, and then it was like TripAdvisor, like mm-hmm. that kind of site. And then the reviews would be like, the room service was great, the the gym was great. It was really annoying that this ghost kept me up every night. But right. Other than that, <laughs> other than I have nothing bad to say. <laughs> and several people. And it wasn't a tourist hotel. It wasn't something they advertised. So people just kept being like, Something I would wake up and there was something in the room. Weird. Or it was like the T V would be on. And it was a hunt it was the most straightforward accounts. It was like right. people's grandmothers just being like, I just need to fill out my survey and right. like, do my duty Haunted. to review the hotel. <laughs> Ice yeah. machine worked. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, I gotta go and see and they were all like, Yeah, it's Walter? But they didn't, there was no sign, It. there was no way these people could have known.
4: Whoa.
1: Yeah. And then when I was there, the only thing that happened when I, I ended up sleeping in a room there. And then when I woke up um, in the middle of the night, the TV was on to the um, Bible channel. Whatever the what's that channel called? The Bible Channel. God. The Bible Network. <laughs> right. God. God. Jesus God. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh
2: Did he ever get thanked for good things that happened around the hotel?
1: No, they would always be like little <laughs> tiny annoying things. <laughs> right. And then I'm like, leave Walter alone. Uh, totally. <laughs> uh But he would be like nothing. But he wasn't also like accused of like murder. They'd be like the printers jammed, and they weren't finding it. Fun. They would be so casual. They would just be like, oh, that's Walter.
3: Right. Yeah. Do you think that like exacerbates like the uh the phenomena like it feeds into it in other words like instead of it being like some like individuation of a of a of a ghost or an entity or a spirit it's actually more of a uh more of an energy that's being fed into by all these people's consciousness sort of putting blame and putting energy towards this this thing
1: Yeah I mean I think it's nice to I mean I think it It's not, I mean, it really was a good way of keeping Walter around. Like he, his hotel was no longer called Rett Law. It was now Ramada. Like it's so many people get erased and like, it's very affectionate to be like, like how much more comfortable can you be with someone than blaming them for (laughs) like mundane things? (laughs) Right. Like it's not a, you know, there's like no distance there. That's pretty intimate. And so that's, I thought that was actually like a nice legacy for him.
2: Yeah. It's an honor being a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. because almost everyone is going to be forgotten. Yeah. And so these random people that make it the cut to be ghosts... (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's pretty or I hope, movie, I hope. Stars. <laughs> I yeah. movie stars i read some interesting stars horrible go- <laughs> horrible politicians yeah. and ghosts. ghosts they're the yeah. only ones
2: who live in yeah <laughs> live yeah. immortally i yeah. read some People
3: interesting I was in, things. The, in the bookstore perusing through some supernatural book or whatever and i remember this quip it was like there's no such thing as an angry ghost but what really it is is it's the ghost of anger and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. As if almost the emotion of anger sort of formulates an energy that we interpret as like mm. a, wow. of a ghost. I don't know.
2: Powerful stuff.
3: Oh, thank I you. Mean, thank yeah. you, Michael. Appreciate that.
1: The ghost stuff, there's just so many. F- the thing is, like, there's ghosts. And then, I mean, someone actually just broke this down because there are different categories, right?
3: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, I... <laughs> Yeah, I have a theory. I think a few people that we consider living might be ghosts. <laughs> like I know someone because <laughs> someone just told me.
3: I've never heard that one. I like that well, one. Well, because
1: there's something where there are different categories of ghosts, and some of them there's a ghost who doesn't know they're dead. Like this right. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to blame. I don't want to name that movie because right. what if someone hasn't seen it? I know I'm it's a good movie. I know what's a what you're talking thing. about. I'm not going to say that. But okay,
2: there's a I, couple. One's very famous, and then there's the other one that's like much better made and isn't as famous.
1: About ghost with Casey Oh, Affleck? I like both of them. Oh, I love both of them. Okay. Yeah, That's
0: I think a good movie. Yeah,
1: it's, it's true. One of them's not as famous. They're both great. Yeah. And so I don't want to.
0: This is an extremely cryptic movie. Because <laughs> <Well>, <laughs> i being,
1: I feel like I'm being very <laughs> no, considerate. I, not I, yeah, really... yeah, 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 don't say it. Yeah, they're don't both say it. so good. Um. But so I went on, we just went on, in Brooklyn, I went on like a paranormal tour. Was, oh, nice. But it was really, it was like ridiculous. It was like in a trolley and uh, it <laughs> was like- A ghost trolley? Ghost trolley. It was like a, I, I, he would
2: Say
4: it.
1: It was like with like an actor guy who didn't know that stand-up comedy was, was a thriving thing that existed in the world. You know, like those kind of, like <laughs> yeah. he probably just graduated right. and was like-
2: this is, this is comedy. This like, is what comedy is. Yeah, he
1: didn't even know that people do comedy. Mm-hmm. And so like, um, but, uh, and then there was like these videos that play. So it was supposed mm-hmm. to be a tour of showing all the stuff in New York. And um, it actually just made me really depressed. I mean, all I could focus on was like how much development was happening. And <laughs> I was just like, this sucks. I hate it.
4: Right. It was
1: so ugly what I was looking at. He just kept being like, and then this... Like this, Walgreens used to be. It was awful, and then he would have. There was videos that played with fake celebrity impersonation voices, oh, like oh that I kind mean. of thing. And <laughs> and uh,
2: this is almost like the Universal Tram Tour, but like yes, much lower. But rent. Yes, hundred like
1: so many tiers down, and then it'd be like, and it would be, also wasn't revived. It was like Mike Tyson and Joan oh, Rivers, oh, and oh, wow, I, I actually like Mike Tyson, but um. <laughs>
2: controversial i think
1: we've decided we like i him. love mike tyson i think that we've all in the same He had that one man show where yeah we're, mike we're, tyson mm-hmm. yes you're a little behind we can you're like a little mike joe tyson? biden
2: absolutely
3: are yeah. you
1: kidding me yeah didn't he
3: we cannot like robin, robin gibbons we don't like robin Givens. we like mike what tyson what are you talking about well
1: i don't know about that but <laughs> he beat well, and i believe raped we,
2: robin
3: Givens. no he did not that's controversial he, he did beat her well, no i don't think so he did beat he her. did beat her Okay, maybe I'll give you that I, think, I don't think I like Mike Tyson.
1: <laughs> no, I think we somehow made it. He did a one-man show that somehow... Fig- somehow he. I yeah, don't know, one I don't know sh- how it became okay. Know. The, the one-man show he was incredible. He definitely beat her. The There's no man- way he didn't. I don't think and so. And it's not That's that we I don't no, like... And we do like thing. Robin... We do like Robin Givens.
3: We do. Okay. But we don't...
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got somehow roped into... The, it like slid into... It avalanched into something that I was not... Interesting. But... This, but they somehow they broke down all the different ghost groups. They broke down all the different ghost groups in this tour, and one of them was like the ghost who doesn't know they're dead, and then um, protects the person that they're haunting. Like, and cool. And I know a person in real life who <laughs> is very good friends with a celebrity, mm-hmm. and I think, and I've been always like fascinated by their friendship, and I think the the person I know is a ghost. I think she's a ghost. Like wow. I think, because it's it's a very intense, over the top friendship. It doesn't seem like it matches. There's a lot, I and I've never been able to place my finger on like what makes it so uh, 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 strange to me. Have
2: you ever seen your friend eat?
1: I feel like <laughs> we've had meals, but she might have talked the whole time, right? And I and do you,
2: I, do you recall like how she wa- enters a room? It's
1: weird. We had lunch once, and I remember seeing the food enter her. Like I could see the food go down <laughs> her pipe into her stomach, and I was just like, "That's interesting You're outfit." Like, Wait <laughs> <a> <laughs> yeah, minute. I mean, I didn't. I don't know. You don't like want to judge your friends. Yeah, <laughs> so that happened. Definitely living
3: yeah.
2: ghost. I love yeah. this concept though of like maybe some people we interact like, with. Like, just or. think
1: about it. There's probably are- a few people that you can't explain
2: soulless clones
1: not soulless and they're not clones they're, they're 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 protectors and they're here they have they're the reason they haven't left the earth yet and there's like it, I, I it really it really matches up sometimes especially if they don't know if they're ghosts that <laughs> right
2: right right yeah. they don't know yeah, so they're they not keeping know. a secret no so we could all be ghosts.
1: Yeah, and like someone who's like with someone else all the time. If, if, if you think about someone who have never seen not with someone else, they might be a ghost.
2: I've often had the like theory this. that like this is oh. the afterlife and we are all in hell. Like that that this reality is, is hell. A waking dream. Yeah. Interesting. Sometimes I think about things I like mean, that.
1: I mean, yeah, that's like Lost, right? Oh,
2: that's,
1: no. That's Pe- purgatory? People
2: miss, no. Oh. Lost was never, the island was never purgatory. That's a misconception of the finale we can talk about that off. I love the finale. Yeah, I do too, yeah. but that's not what, that's that, okay. That's, I mean, it's a metaphor for purgatory, but it's not, it was okay. not a literal, we'll talk about it uh, off Mike.
1: I think, I, I, yeah, I think Lost is about an artist colony that I go to and love. <laughs> that's what I think Lost is about. <laughs> I think so, that's fair. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I do think, I also think that it's so strange that we're here on earth and that all this is happening, that that's my other reason why I'm like with the paranormal stuff. I'm like, there is a lot of, This is already strange enough. No shit. So that's... Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I think we barely understand it. I
1: I know that, but I feel like this is my problem with the... So here's another... So recently, I went to the Queen Mary. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Notoriously haunted.
1: Notoriously haunted.
3: It's a cruise liner in Long Beach. Yeah. Bigger than the Titanic, right? Or as big. You know
1: what's weird about the Queen Mary, first of all? Like, we have all this pride about the Queen Mary. What happened... We got... The the Queen Mary was an English vessel. And then it, its final journey was coming here and then docking in Long Beach. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no. That's what just we stayed. are so excited about. Yeah. <laughs> it, they just one last thing and then stopped, and there it is.
2: Yeah, it's basically been impounded by Long
1: Beach <laughs> for <laughs> so so decades. Weird. And so, um, but there's this guy uh, who does a, um, he's a, it's a psych, it's, a, it's an illusionist seance. Ooh, sounds so great, right? We went to. So it's it.
2: a bit of a theme park show, because it's a it's not a real séance. It's like a mock séance. No, he like... claims it's real. Oh, okay, got it. And he
1: to the point where the la- the closing number is he asked for a volunteer. In this case, it was me, and he used like he uses someone's dead a dead person in someone's life, a dead loved one as a parlor trick.
4: Right. Okay. Okay. No, for real. Okay. <laughs> like, Go on. Like,
1: like, and so, like, so this guy does this, he's an illusionist seance, but he doesn't, he takes it very seriously. And then there's different things that he does to say there's ghosts. He tells all these ghost stories. There's like a doll that he claims is like some haunted girl's doll and all this kind of stuff. And what I noticed from the audience, I had lots of issues with this show. So the audience were people; they were like tourists, right? And what I felt like they were the kind of audience that sat there had come very had come to see the show very in great earnestness. And he would say stuff like trivia that you would find on the side of a cereal box. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the people would be like, "Uh huh, it's, mm-hmm. so it's true, so true." And I'm like. Your knowledge stopped at that. Like, mm-hmm. people aren't that interested in investigating how crazy the world we live in is right now. They want to just, like, they think they know, they think they're intellectual because they, like, know this, like, random trivia about the paranormal.
2: You've just described this podcast yeah, to a t- I know. <laughs> Get ready for I'm this so week's confused. story of high strangeness. Because I definitely pulled some of this information off the... Back box of life logs, yeah. <laughs> but, like, a little did, bit, a little bit of research came from Captain Crunch. <laughs>
1: but yeah, mostly Lucky Charms. Well, then you would have loved this. You would have loved this. I didn't even. It wasn't even. I didn't. It, I some of the audience I preferred to the rest of the audience. Some of the people I had a few issues with. There was a man right. with like a very young girl, and oh. uh, but then the par, the parlor trick that he did where he used my like the final number was I had to go on stage and he gave me two. He gave me like some cards to fill out. And he gave me, like, I had to write about a friend, someone, oh, someone that I knew who had died. And then write, like, the year they died, the relationship to this person. And then he basically did, like, a card shoveling trick (laughs) where he, like, claimed that he was talking to my friend and that my friend, liked you know, like, missed me or something. But it was so reckless. (laughs) It was the most reckless thing (laughs) because it was just, like... Was what is this the year he died? And I was like, yes. And like he gets you to this point where you're like feeling really fragile, and then he's like, okay, into the show. And it was so <laughs> it was crazy. So like, I can't imagine if it wasn't me, like if it wasn't someone who would come in at least somewhat prepared to like be. Yeah, suspicious. I'm just picturing
2: you in the moment after just walking out onto the deck of the Queen Mary, and just staring at Long Beach, and being like. No, What is happening? Why well, you know what here? he
1: does? This is what happens when you walk out. So then that happens, the show ends, and then he immediately, when you walk out, he was waiting for me being like, so, uh, how you doing? You okay? Because I think he is so worried about lawsuits. Oh,
4: wow. Right. Like,
1: he was the first person I encountered, and then there was no real talk then either. He was just being like, are you... He are just, you are you okay? going to jump off just or not? A, he
2: pulls a quarter <laughs> out from behind your ear and gives yeah. A <laughs> yeah, and then like set
1: me on my way. Am I was
3: signing this real quick.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we have a game on this show. Oh, we like to play like with games. all of our guests. It's called Bullshit or Believe It. I'm going to go down a list of things in rapid fire. You're going to say bullshit if you don't believe in it, or believe it if you do. And then uh, if there's you know, we can always come back and and revisit things if uh, <clears throat> if you're somewhere in between. Are your
1: listeners going to hate me for not, no. not believing up. No, them no they'll like oh,
2: it. No, no, they love all these. Stories.
1: Tell them I'm, you like my socks.
2: Great. Oh, They're they like great yes. yeah, great, great shiny sparkly socks yeah. that are awesome. Alright, so are you ready? Yeah. Starly. Yes. On your mark. Yeah. Get set. Ghosts. Believe it. UFOs. Bullshit. Bigfoot. Bullshit. Angels. Bullshit. Gnomes.
1: Scariest movie about gnomes. Uh,
2: <laughs> we'll circle back to that.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't even know how, what it means to believe in gnomes. Bullshit. I have no idea. Yeah.
2: Berries.
1: <laughs> this, uh, I, I <laughs> Some of these are lobbies. Okay, I'm lobbying bullshit. you softballs bullshit. here. Okay. Those you, are softballs? You, yeah. yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> Unicorns. <clears throat> bullshit.
2: Loch Ness Monster. Bullshit. Alien Greys. Yeah, the gray-skinned aliens with the big black eyes. Oh,
1: they're different colors?
2: Well, they're gray-skinned. Bullshit. Okay. Um, they're like the ones in the Betty and Barney Hill encounter. Parallel universes.
1: Ooh. Uh, believe.
2: Reptilians disguising themselves as humans. Believe. Mermaids. <laughs>
1: uh, um. Bullshit. Heaven. Mm. Mm. Bullshit Hell Bullshit Dragons I have to ble- Bullshit Because of creationism
2: Yeti Yeti
1: Yeti <laughs> 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 Isn't Yeti The lock that's Monster No Or oh, the Yeti. Bigfoot I mean is it, it lo- He's the Abominable Snowy Bigfoot Oh bullshit
2: He's in Tibet In Tibet uh, Elves
1: Except for Yeti A little bit Frankenstein Is Yeti um, <laughs> Yes uh, <laughs> uh, Elves bullshit ESP Oh, I have to say, I believe it just because I have to still be accepted by my friends. Chupacabra, <laughs> what's that?
0: Chupacabra uh, is sucker. a
2: goat sucker. Perhaps an alien. Perhaps a dog with mange. It's a dog. Some the Texas <laughs> one is seemed to be a dog with mange.
1: Or I believe a, a dog. With mange. Okay, the dog. Cool. Demons. Oh. Mm. Demons. Mm. Like personal demons can count, right? Sure. Okay,
2: believe it. Oh, your definition, yeah. Atlantis.
1: Which one's that again?
2: This the, the lost continent, that sunk in the sunken city of Atlantis that Plato described.
1: Oh, Plato described it. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> life, nice. life on
2: other planets.
1: <laughs> uh, believe
2: world peace.
1: Oh, if it's possible, if it exists, as it's if it's ever existed, if the concept is bullshit Oh, if if you believe, it. oh I believe
2: peace in the multiverse believe. Great. Did a great awesome. job. That was amazing. So, uh you uh, I think you you sort of believe reptilians disguising themselves. You're as one of the only one of our guests who believe that. Yeah. Are you familiar Good with the you. work of David Icke? Who's that? He's the guy who uh, he's the he's a crazy British guy who popularized this theory that like V, the T V show, was real.
1: I believe that there's some people that if they like took off their faces, I'd be like, oh yeah, of course. Right. And um <laughs> What it just ha- Something just happened where I thought someone for sure, for real life, was Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black. Oh, this has come up on the like, show wow. like, yeah. when, like that thing's inside who?
3: Yeah. That's the reptilian disguise. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Old- I can't remember who it was, but I was just like talking in vivid detail where I was like, oh, no, this is... Like, if you're confused by that, this is – I'm giving you an explanation. It's Because, like, that Vincent D'Onofrio detail of something inside that has to come out, I think does happen. And Trump, I believe, is not a reptilian. I think he's the golem. I think he's the (laughs) golem.
4: Yeah. No, I really
1: do. I think he's man's basest instincts that started to get – that were, like, put – started to pile up when America was founded and he's literally like rot and corruption that is suppressed and then that until it turned into a male a yes, man shape and
2: manifested yeah and
1: then the golem it came to life
2: that's fascinating yeah. That's, yeah, I like that that's, that's
1: a great yeah, and I, I do I 100% like think that is a factual I interpretation I love this theory yeah.
2: alright we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna have this week's tale of high strangeness precious
0: the headlines remind us daily My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com dot com today. MyPatriotSupply.com dot com.
2: Okay, we're back, and it's time for High Strangeness. Uh, this week. I brought in a story that uh, I did not know about until I was kicking around trying to think about what would be a fun one that had a little bit of mystery uh, to it. Not that they, um, not that most of these don't, but uh, this is the uh, story of the Dewey Lake Monster. All right, have you ever heard of the Dewey Lake Monster? No. You'll like this one. <clears throat> So the Dewey Lake Monster, or the Sister Lakes Monster as it is sometimes called, was a hairy bipedal hominid said to haunt the shallows of a stretch of swamplands in Cass County located in southwestern Michigan, not too far from Kalamazoo. It's most closely associated with the 174-acre Dewey Lake of the Sister Lakes just outside of the small town of Dogwiac. Now, although sightings of the creature began in the early 1960s, the Dewey Lake Monster made national headlines in the summer of 1964, shaking up the remote community and attracting rifle-carrying monster hunters looking to get a piece of the action. Hell yeah. It wasn't bad for the local economy. General stores sold monster hunting kits, restaurants served monster sandwiches, and gas stations advertised getaway gas. But former Cass County Sheriff, a man called Paul Parrish, said it was one of the strangest times in his 33 years of southwestern Michigan law enforcement. We investigated it long and hard, but we were never able to come up with whatever it was. But some good, honest, legitimate people reported it. What was it exactly? We still don't have a good idea, but the cryptid was said to be a hairy bipedal hominid, That towered above humans at a height of anywhere between 9 to 12 feet tall and weighing well over 500 pounds. Long hands or claws and physical traits compared to a gorilla, a bear, and sometimes a large cat and alligator. It is said to bring with it the staple, uh, that staple rotten Sasquatch stench like so many of its cousins. And it was also apparently a good swimmer. Some eyewitness accounts describe the creature as diving under the lake to uh, elude and escape encounters, while in other accounts the monster may have actually attacked and killed a local ne'er-do-well who was enjoying a peaceful moment in a canoe. His body was never found. So, who or what is the Dewey Lake Monster? And uh, I'm going to pass my phone around to you guys, and we'll throw these images up on... uh, If you scroll through, you can get some pictures of what people described him as, he or she. So before all the hubbub of 1964, the first recorded sighting occurred on June 1st, 1961. Four local boys, Jeff, Jimmy, Al, and George... They all sound like they're from a Paul Simon song. (laughs) (laughs) We're picking raspberries in the woods just off Dewey Lake. Oh, this, by the way, uh, this is good berry country. Apparently Uh a lot of blueberries grow up here and raspberries. Um, I like that because I'm a big blueberry fan. Um, they were all picking raspberries in the woods just off Dewey Lake when Jimmy and Jeff were horse-playing in the forest, and they stumbled upon the creature standing still among the trees. At first, the boys thought they'd discovered an old totem pole or wooden statue, but the monster screamed at them, and the boys ran back to their buddies George and Al, who also heard the monsters cry, and they hightailed it out of there. Jeff would later go on to say that the creature was a cool looking thing. Hell yeah. like a red, hairy creature from the black lagoon. but when it screamed, we just ran. The second recorded sighting came almost two months later on July 20th, 19, oh sorry two, a year later, on July 20th, 1962, on the southern shores of Dewey Lake. Vinnie Armstrong and Willis Wright, went to meet their friend Kirk Stover for a camping trip, but when they got to his camper on the lake, they discovered that the door was open and Kirk was nowhere to be seen. As they inspected the camper, they heard heavy footsteps crunching in the leaves outside. Expecting Kirk to return, the men waited, but then suddenly the camper started to shake and rattle violently. When they went out to investigate, they saw their friend Kirk running towards them from the lake in terror. A large being moved away from the camper, passed between the three friends, and dove into the moonlit lake and disappeared under the surface. Kirk told his friends a harrowing tale that he had been waiting for them in the camper when it began when it began shaking violently. He stepped outside and was attacked by the creature, which dragged him by the leg towards the water. If Vinny and Willis hadn't arrived, he would have been monster food for sure. The monster would strike again in 1963. Philip McPhee took his son Roger on a fishing trip to nearby Pitcher Lake. Now, Philip had reluctantly agreed to let his friend Stan Red Roberts tag along. Red had a bad reputation around town. He was known to cause trouble and borrow money that he never gave back. Now, why he allowed this guy to come with him and his son on this trip, we don't know, but on the first night... After Philip and his son Roger retired into the cottage to rest up for an early rise, Red took the canoe out onto the lake for a little late-night water-based shenanigans. And in the morning, Philip and Roger discovered that the canoe was missing and Red was nowhere to be found. With the help of a neighbor, a retired Chicago policeman named Paul Wozniak, the group eventually found the canoe sunken in the shallow, clear water just down shore. A giant hole... Uh, had exploded up through underneath the wooden boat uh, and left it abandoned. Red was never seen again. The Dewey Lake monster got his name and notoriety in the summer of 1964 when it allegedly attacked Mrs. John Utrip and her two dogs, one of whom was given a black eye by the creature. I don't know how you give a dog a black eye, but... Dude. I'm imagining it—it it burst a blood vessel or something in his eyeball. I but know the, how a
1: cat it, gives a person. I was going to say
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dog was okay, but the a monster had appeared on her property at Dewey Lake and chased her into her house as her dogs protected and eventually scared off the creature. She called the authorities and told the sheriff's deputies that she was attacked by a large monster with black hair up to the up to its neck. And had it had also had glowing eyes. And we're
3: gonna play that nine one one phone call for you. Yeah, I wish.
2: (laughs) The sheriff's department found giant footprints in her yard and made plaster casts. And Mrs. Uterp was apparently a well-respected citizen. And the sheriff started rethinking all of the reports and rumors that had come in over the past few summers. Maybe there really was a monster in Dewey Lake after all. So two days later. Three girls, Joyce Smith, 13, Patsy, tw- uh, Patsy. I don't have Patsy's last name, and Gail Clayton, 13, spotted the monster along a tree-lined road, and it was apparently such a fright that Joyce fainted, and Patsy said it looked like a bear. More sightings were called in, many by people who remain anonymous to this day because they didn't want to be made fun of. Newspapers as far south as Albuquerque printed the story, ran with it, and eager, gun-wielding monster hunters swooped in on the quaint community, prompting authorities from neighboring counties to help, sheriff, uh, help the sheriff's department manage the crowds. They were worried that someone was going to be shot. A local beer maker offered a reward of $1,000, which is about eight grand in today's money, for anyone who could capture the monster alive. But whatever was in or around the lake eluded its would-be captors. Eventually, fervor crumbled into anticlimactic disappointment, and the tourists left Dewey Lake empty-handed. The Dewey Lake monster's 15 minutes were up. The sheriff's department never did find, figure out what caused the mania, but they even inquired around to see if any circuses had recently lost a gorilla or some type of animal, but leads frustratingly wound up in dead ends. By summer's end, the Dewey Lake Monster had disappeared, taking his place among other Midwestern summer oddities like Momo and the Lake Worth Monster. Whatever it was, it was no longer tormenting the fine folks of Dogwiag. But there's hope that the Dewey Lake Monster still lives. As recently as 2010, the monster was uh, said to be seen and smelled at the lake by a group of friends. And in June... 2013 an audio uh, audio recording of its alleged heavy footsteps and call in the night was recorded mm. let's take a listen now to that recording and wonder if this creature if he really was who they said he was if he was out there now still lurking in the swamp plants <laughs> near Dewey Lake And as we listen to these distant summer sounds, let's all say goodnight to the Dewey Lake Monster. It's the sounds of Dewey Lake. Reminds me of my days in Michigan as a lad. Reminds
3: me of the Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland. Mm.
1: I love that. The old one.
2: That sounds like a bear. Yeah. No
3: it doesn't. It sounds like a lake monster. <laughs> yeah.
1: it sounds like a troll.
0: Monster sound just makes you go, Yeah, I want to live near the (laughs) woods. That's
1: where it's safe to send your kids out. (laughs) Play. Totally.
2: (laughs) Much safer than the city. Wait for there's a really good one coming up. This this should be like my uh, bedtime listening. Like, like white, my, my sleek, white, white right, noise? Yeah. Totally. Just put this on loop.
0: Wow. Have any like bear experts listened to this? I'm actually
3: a bear expert. <laughs> and I can tell you this is no bear. I'm a bear naked <laughs> ladies expert. <laughs>
0: it's not them either.
1: When was, what did they record this on?
2: I don't know what they recorded Who, it on. It was uh, June of 2013. Don't ruin it with details.
1: Right. <laughs> I, it was a technical question.
3: <laughs> Circadians have quieted down. I wish you could see Michael's face right now.
2: <laughs> that sounds like those Bigfoot cry uh-huh. ones you hear.
1: That's because they inserted the Bigfoot cries into the recording. That's <laughs> why.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's it.
3: That's it, awesome.
2: It, it, yeah. So, that was um, cool. what do you think? What the hell is that? It's a fucking like It's late so
1: monster. funny because, like, this, I mean, it, you really don't know me. Because yeah. this particular genre of the paranormal is. I have no idea why people get...
2: You have no interest in it.
1: I just cannot even begin to imagine what is keeping the... Like, 100% I understand (laughs) the aliens and ghosts. I cannot believe people spend their time with... This this category. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got it. But, um, well, I just you, thought you'd
2: appreciate the small town people freaking out, thinking something's going on. Sheriff's Department get it. It's like Jaws. You I know love what that. I mean? It's all I lo- people I like the
1: shark story. Yes, no, but it,
2: it is basically like they experienced their own version of Jaws, but it was a yeah. a, a I mean, mythological did, monster. Right.
1: And they do want to believe that there's, I mean, there, at least that part, there's an entry for me to be able to latch onto. Um, I have a friend who his, he went to a summer camp in Maine. Barely a friend. An
0: <laughs> lizard. Might, I know a, that, might be a ghost. Might I be got, a ghost. Uh, yeah. Could be a lizard. I got <laughs> this story,
1: and that's about what the extent of his use to mm-hmm. me. But um, uh, he went to a summer camp, and there the summer camp, the story, the campfire story, was about like a monster, a boogie, like a monster in the woods um, that they would tell every year, and it was the Maine hermit that hermit that they remember that the oh. hermit they was actually discovered living in the woods like a wild years. man oh wow that man no the man he was yeah i,
2: I don't think i've heard of specifically oh, the main hermit but there's an incredible
1: story about a man who literally removed himself from society and was discovered robbing a summer camp like Whoa. a couple years ago you guys should... It's incredible. Okay, great. He truly like decided to leave society, and he's not a wild man. He's he lived by himself in the woods, and then would steal supplies from the camp. And he's in prison now, right now, only for for the theft. Wow! And uh, it's so incredible because it's like you don't. He he was never seen.
3: Well, that helps buttress and our wow. case that this stuff it's is kind, real. But
1: it's not like it doesn't. To me, it doesn't diminish the wonder because it's oh, even no. more. The real story is so incredible of this man living there, and he didn't. When they found him, they showed him a picture. Like they showed him a mirror. He didn't know what he looked like. Oh wow! wow. Because he hadn't wow. seen himself in thirty years. It was so. It's so amazing. And so, like, I I do think these stories can be used. Like I, the small town stuff is the most interesting stuff, so it can be used as a springboard to the. Like the real meat of mm-hmm. what makes life interesting, I just want it to go beyond. That's why I'm like, don't we don't need to linger with the, the 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 yetis anymore. Mm. <laughs> we don't. And also, there's this. Have you seen this? Have you heard of this movie Border that's out right now? No, Ugh. I don't think so. It's, I don't. It's, it's smart and good, but I don't know how I can recommend it. But it's about trolls, and it has a troll sex scene in it.
2: I mean, I'm human, seeing this, humans. Mm, humans. Uh, you had me at trolls. Yeah, you had I gave me at a sex little bit. Of, it was a little bit of
1: surprise. <laughs> I spoiled it a little bit by saying that, but like, it, 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 I, there's a sex. I couldn't watch the sex scene because
2: it's two trolls going at it. it okay,
1: because I, I couldn't have that that visual in my yes. mind for my own section. Well, now all <laughs> of our <laughs> all, like all of our listeners have their own version of <laughs>
2: that like, in their mind right but now. But like,
1: uh, you should like. Um, we'll but there's up. a lot of sounds made. Of, if anything, <laughs> if, at the very least, that. it's not just like there's something there's there's a sexual act I feel like happening. What we just heard. Oh, yeah, okay. That's what I'm saying because after seeing this movie, my research that I've done of this movie, yes. um, <laughs> like <laughs> or, a, or like a breakup just happened to that animal, right? right that creature, <laughs> right? Right? Like, right? It's right. not like it, I don't think it's like everyday. There has to be an explanation for why, like all these years pass, and then there's this recording, like that the monster's still in there. So I feel like the reason the whales happen have to still be right brought on by like angst or right or having
2: sex. Maybe I mean it could be a mating call of some kind too.
1: No, well oh, okay. I've seen the movie and you haven't, so okay, I feel oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, leave it at that.
2: I <laughs> apologize. Just leave so it at that. Go. Yeah, I don't know, Bryce. Yeah. What do you what do you think when you hear these stories? You're a Bigfoot uh, guy. I am. I mean, there we have. there's a lot of these, like... Uh, oh, you mid,
1: are. I'm so- there's a lot of these... Don't worry.
2: Mid, <laughs> I do not take a There's a lot of these uh, Midwestern Bigfoot stories that we hear. I very, cannot
1: imagine he would care about this. It's it it very, it very similar
2: to Momo and the Lake Worth Monster. Yeah. A lot of these were happening, like, over the course of a summer in the yeah. 60s. These Midwestern communities claim mm-hmm. that something passed through town, usually near a lake, usually near a, a swamp area, uh, or uh, wetlands, and they show up. They people see them, terrorize them for a little bit, and then yeah. they move on. Except well, that
1: when they come back in 2013.
2: Well, that's true.
3: Yeah, yeah, but the Mothman has made a reappearance as of late as well. So these 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 things have a a tendency to pop in and out of existence. And you know, I'm intrigued by the fact that uh, um, something something happened in that that small town of Dewey Lake. Something mythologized this yeah. creature um you know and and people do report this stuff to their local authorities and what i'm interested what was interesting is that uh you know this one this one actually came with the uh the tale of people actually getting hurt and uh actually even killed from Yeah having actual like.
2: physical contact with it and uh i guess in that story of that guy red who disappeared um part of the issue was that uh he had such a bad reputation that people just assumed he got himself killed or just vanished, took off, left town. So the authorities didn't really care that much and look into it. And, you know, a lot of these people were like kids, college people partying. It wasn't until this woman, um, who isn't even afforded a first name in the story, Mrs. John Utrup. um, Told her story that the sheriff finally decided that these these stories that were going around might have some validity to them because I'm assuming that she came from a wealthy family in town and uh, that was what turned the corner for that's when he started taking it seriously was because she she was an eyewitness and he went okay everyone else seemed to be sort of you know either uh, uh, you know kids uh, stone teenagers or college kids or were like. You know, um, had bad reputations around town. Mm.
3: Well, whether this thing exists or whether these things exist or not, it, it it still doesn't leave me any less fascinated by how these these tales seem to take on a life of their own, and I, how I, you know footprints are left, and people report these
2: seeing these things, and then you know. I just love a small town with a monster mascot. I mean, that stuff is just so fun for me. It is. And just finding out where that local lore comes from, what it was. And, you know, I love that it, you know, like when you go to Willow Creek and just there's Bigfoot murals everywhere. There's like the Bigfoot burger and all that. Which I've had. It is. Yeah, it's all. It was (laughs) I, I guess Curse I would, of the big foot burner. Yeah, I right. feel like
1: the small town part I really like. I just want it to be like the creature itself is always what I'm like, Oh God. And so <laughs> like I I guess I want it to turn into like let's like like a mermaid or something. Like a, if if it like a or like the woman of the lake or something like right. that. Right. That kind of stuff I could You hold want it to be a to. little bit more
2: specific. It's,
1: just the hairiness and the. It just. I. There's no. There's nothing to the creature that even if it was discovered that I could. I feel like it would never get more interesting because when, even if the creature's not to be real, then you just have a creature be uh, like, it just <laughs> doesn't do anything. It's just a silly it monster. Does, right. It does. It is, yeah. <laughs> and so I needed to have something that it can. Aliens, the whole. Uh, intrigue Life on of other them planets, is that they have dimensions. this knowledge inside right. them that like we don't have and that it just an it it opens up a whole new chapter. Well,
2: you know that there's a huge theory and we talk about this all the time on the show so this is repeating stuff for our listeners but oh. that some of these creatures are interdimensional and they pop in and out of uh, from other dimensions.
1: Oh really this hairy yeah this hairy like boar Bear thing is
2: Boar no.
0: Bear. There's nothing.
1: It, it 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 just isn't. Okay. <laughs> well.
0: I love your reaction to that. It's just like, not even refuting it. Just no. No. no <laughs> stop enough. that.
2: Fair enough. The legend lives on. uh Well, thank you so much, Starly, for coming <laughs> on to the show. uh Do you have anything you want to uh, like plug, or is oh, there where people well, can find you? is Anything coming up that you're excited about that you want to share with our listeners? I mean, I
1: really want people to watch search watch Search Party. It's great. The new season comes out next year. But a lot of people haven't watched. Don't they haven't yeah, I watched I think both first.
2: seasons are on Netflix. They're not. Oh, <laughs> it's, I, it's very... on Amazon Prime. I know for sure. I've bought. It, I bought them. It's
1: on Amazon Prime.
2: I think so because I bought. I, well, yeah, I bought them. I the bought same, the season. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So you can Amazon Prime and, or iTunes. And either. I yeah, and I
2: recommend. I think it's on the TBS mm-hmm. app. But I actually recommend look, it's the price of a movie ticket to get the full season. Yeah. Buy it because the um the Amazon Prime version I believe is uncensored, so you get the you don't get bleeps or anything. It's-
1: yeah, and I don't know if TBS doesn't always make it available. Like I think it's sometimes free, sometimes okay. not. And like people seem daunted by it's TBS. It's worth it. and so yeah. I just it's so good. I write on it but you're I, I, not plugging because of that. I'm. It's just really good. It, I, I'll back you yeah. up on
2: that. It's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Uh, buy it on iTunes if you have to. It's not going to cost you that much money. It's worth worth the price of admission. Yeah. And then definitely check out Mystery Show, which yes. is still available. Yeah. Even free. though you're not making new episodes, you can go I mean, find I that for Maybe forever. I will one day. Or, right. I'm, t- I'm
1: thinking about doing another podcast. We'll just yeah.
2: Right. Sorry, I called it Mystery Hour. No,
1: That's, earlier. Okay. that's, a
2: good, that's also a good show. Um. Uh. Boys, <laughs> anything? Yeah,
3: rate and review us on iTunes, it helps, and follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club to unlock uh, bonus episodes and rewards. Yeah,
2: for just five bucks a month, check it out. Yeah. And we're going to actually throw up something, uh, a little bonus from this episode with Starly, so awesome. uh, you can go over and head, uh, listen to that if you want some more. Um, Riley, anything, you on tour, or doing anything right now with, uh, with uh, uh, did I say... Spindrift? Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I thought Spindrift was wrong. I had a no, brain fart. Okay, still,
0: cool. still Spindrift. Uh, no, we're, we're working on a record, actually, that uh, we just uh, awesome. got a record deal in the works. Oh, oh yeah. hey. It. hey fancy boy. So,
2: uh, yeah. And the final uh, issue of the first arc of Adventure Van is in stores, I believe, today. Uh, so definitely uh, go to your local comic shop. If they did not order it, then you can find it on Comicsology, and uh, and then that's the first uh, storyline is wrapped up, and then hopefully there will be a second uh, series coming out soon. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh, Bryce, will you? Uh, we forgot to do this past couple of weeks as we go out. Uh, we need to bring back Bryce describes infinity. So Still, take it away. No problem. Great.
3: Infinity. It's uh. Well, it's never-ending, for one.
2: Okay, don't be cocky. Okay. Really explain it. Oh, dick.
3: Uh, Okay, so if there's like... uh, Well, let's say there's an infinite number of parallel universes, right? That would mean that there's so many universes exist throughout time that there was probably another Michael McMillan doing a podcast
2: exactly right now, but
3: every word that you said would be the exact same except for one variation like
2: I, I actually named the right podcast in the intro in one of them that's,
3: that's right
1: that's totally true that's exactly that mystery era is perfect for that example Yeah,
3: that's right yeah, yeah. so in one parallel universe you'd actually get the name of Starley's podcast right Right. but just that one time is it, no was, in a
1: parallel universe my podcast would be mystery era that's the other thing uh,
3: so it's, uh-huh. not, it's, I'm not, al- it's
1: not a glitch of what someone said it's that there's a slightly different version of it yeah, this. yeah. Yes. so yeah. I'm
2: right uh, on. in terms to the multiverse in quantum theory I'm not, no one is ever wrong about anything.
1: Yes.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> and that is infinity.
2: Okay, great. I love like,
1: my, I mean, That's, that's, like, that's my favorite the... stuff.
2: Yeah, oh,
3: I love I all that r-
1: stuff. I love it. <laughs>
2: well, next time. Ha ha. Fucking that. monsters. <laughs>
0: Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday.
2: In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then-unheard-of secret organization called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun.